0: whileo shopping sounds mm. legit yeah reliable yeah. and unlikely to kill you yeah but you could probably get the mini eggs from there though yeah you probably could but mm. that's not the point is it so you Cadbury. can get mini eggs all the year round then really can't you you can you can fish oh but- oh you can so you I'm can honest. there we go yeah, I'll them from cabaret so. intro sorted
1: Hello and welcome to the Too Much Time On Our Hands podcast. You're joining us on the YouTube stream. Hello. Wave. Just wave at them for fuck's sake. Wave at them. That's why they're here. And if, of course, you are listening to us as well on Spotify, uh, SoundCloud or iTunes or any of the other podca- pod- podcatchers, thank you very much. You are definitely in the overwhelming majority and we thank you for that. We had another a great week. Of uh, very many people listening to the podcast, which weird, is
0: phenomenal. But yeah,
1: yeah, lots of lots of listens. So thank you very much for that. Streamers, maybe try listening to us afterwards. I mean, I don't know. Let's get passive aggressive. Strangely, about we're
0: big in Denmark. I noticed, um, and they're playing England right now. So I'm, I'll keep my mouth shut.
1: They are, uh, yeah. and, at the, mm-hmm. and at this current mm-hmm. stage of the night, Denmark have scored one goal and mm-hmm. scored an own goal. Yes. <laughs> so they've. So they've helped and hindered us. Well, mm-hmm. not, us, not us, but the English football team. Yeah. Um, anyway, thank you very much for joining us tonight. We are going to be taking a look at our favourite workplace sitcoms. So that is sitcoms that are based in a workplace or have a workplace as their central kind of location, theme, etc. You know, think things like, I don't know, scrubs, parks and recreation, etc. Cetera, et cetera. But we'll be getting to the nitty-gritty. Anyway, before we get onto that, let's introduce ourselves. Russ, hello.
0: Evening, Tom. How are you doing?
1: Very very good, thank you. That was uh, fantastic. That was the five-second delay, just in case you swore. Uh, Thanks for that. Hello, Warsaw. Uh, Hello. Yeah, hello, (laughs) Warsaw. And hello, Dan. Um, Tom, you said you'd lost your keys. Uh, Did I lose my keys?
0: Yeah, I just wondered if you'd uh, checked everywhere. I wondered if uh, you'd... uh... I love how you, you just couldn't even try to get him to say that he'd lost something naturally. No, couldn't be bothered. Couldn't wait. <laughs> I'm doing this straight away. Doesn't that video has dominated my life this week, so yeah.
1: It have you is, watched it yet, Tom? Such I don't I watched it. I have no idea what that is.
0: Tom, we're watching it straight off the pod.
1: Okay, I'm watch watch watching you watch it. <laughs> yeah this no, is like, nothing this makes
0: is... something seem funnier than somebody else angrily staring at you to make sure you laugh at the right points it's a funny bit a funny bit tom tom <laughs>
1: yeah. this is this is also what i imagine will ha- eventually happen with the expanse that you will stand it's over the while window I watch it. yeah it's a good bit tom <laughs> yeah <laughs> turn it on it's on prime prime Come on. <laughs> um, anyway dan hello dan hi sorry yes hi and i am tom And let's get down into the thick of this as i said we're going to be looking at our favorite workplace sitcoms i'm going to hand you over to the man dan Uh, this was russ's idea i'm going to hand you over to the man russ (laughs) yeah yeah
0: so I i don't really know if there's much in the way of structure to this but basically i've been watching a lot of superstore and the us office of late superstore is our main sort of evening project we'll knock off two or three of those of an evening and uh the us office is my current doing the washing up telly um, um, can i can i interrupt you russ you can it's been brought to our attention that the stream is still called news is it? July? i mean i don't care <laughs> it wasn't, there we go you, when, you, when you set one of these things up on youtube it, it does seem to sort of reset what it's called can i rename it on the fly i sort of doubt it it's fine. If if you're watching, that's not what we're doing. Yeah, Russ is, yeah, was, was explaining I think what we No, I will. F- somebody's got a fucking problem. Fucking deal with it. Won't I? <laughs> he doesn't have a problem. He's just pointing it out. Russ, it's actually been quite helpful. Right, places sitcoms. Just date today. Mm. Well, we try and do something nice of people. <laughs> Unbelievable. I, I, I uh... right. Yeah. Refresh it. You're ungrateful little shits. <laughs> and. Uh
1: that should be that should be updated Thank quite, so
0: workplace sitcoms so yeah they, they, it just sort of got me vaguely thinking in a sort of mad rush of oh, what the fuck are we going to talk about tonight that uh, it's such a sort of since it's really sort of exploded since the UK office it mm. felt like you couldn't move for fly on the wall mockumentaries but the the concept of like the workplace sitcom has been around a lot longer than that probably before you know the term workplace sitcom was a thing mm. Um, I think we could just chuck out some of our favourite examples and probably have a good row about whether things are or are not workplace sitcoms. Yeah, yeah, like we did earlier, that ended completely on a completely different subject. But yeah,
1: like for instance, like for instance, I would say, so I've got a pencil here because I want to yeah. make some points tonight. He's got a pointing pencil. A pointed pencil, uh, like Frasier, for instance. <laughs> while we love it, absolutely to pieces. We did actually have a very nice, gentlemanly, almost agreement that it technically isn't a workplace um, a workplace Yeah, sitcom. I don't think it is. No. So what,
0: what are we looking for? Is the core things that make like it can't just be that people have a job. No. What makes it a workplace sitcom?
1: The workplace has to be intrinsic
0: to the storyline.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Part they- like I would.
0: I it's almost like.
1: It has to be that
0: the characters would rather not be there. They would at most points they would probably rather be off doing something else. They have to be working. I know it yeah. sounds stupid, but there has to be like So this is where in, I, even I say in that in a workplace sitcom, very little work tends to actually yeah. get done most of the time. But they oh, are the jobs and it's yeah. about how their job affects their life and how their coworkers. Yeah, affect their so life. Bang, quick one. That's I think
1: that's I think the best definition yeah. of it.
0: Yeah. Always sunny in Philadelphia. See, I'm struggling with this one. Yeah, me yeah. too. I think I think it's borderline, but actually probably not. No, but it is because, because they would in, they important. would go and hang out at a skeezy bar like that, even if they didn't own it. Yeah. 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 They um originally he was meant to they were meant to be actors, weren't they? So.
1: Yeah, I mean that's the point, isn't it? Paddy's pub is. Hmm is usually the place that they leave to go and do one of their schemes yeah, yeah. completely unstaffed with just with the whoever the regulars are just
0: yeah i, I do there. love that there's always a couple of customers in and they'll just be torturing someone saying five something they'll just fuck off but there are still a few customers in it's yeah, like they're doing it all these matter. things while they're open we, we're just devolving mm. devolving into just a conversation yeah, yeah I, I, i've got as much as i love it i don't think and we're going to be quite strict about this, I don't think Always Sunny counts as a workplace sitcom.
1: Neither do I. No. Nope. Neither
0: enough. do
1: I. No. Despite but, the fact so that a lot of their
0: In the wheelhouse of Always Sunny, hmm. I think all of us, most of us, have recently enjoyed Mythic Quest very much, which I would have on my list as an absolute fucking notch workplace loved. sitcom. Love. Have you watched season two yet? No, we're, save- we're saving it up. It we're going to wait for a shitload of good stuff on just, Apple and then get it for one month. Just genuinely really fucking good like mythic the first season was like this is a bit of fun i'm enjoying this and then they did the flashback episode
1: mm. to
0: the um the two nineties 90s ga- video game designers and that was just it was it felt like it was straight out of black mirror that that episode really fucking good and it was then, kind of like an episode of black mirror where nothing too weird happens yeah but yeah but have that it, kind of tone to it um, and then in season two, there's about three, four episodes with that kind of level of of writing. Um, and the nice. quarantine episode's just fucking excellent as well. Like one of those just yeah, that, truly that brilliant episodes. Really and yeah. also, that was... By about week three of yeah. quarantine, I was absolutely fed up of special episodes of yeah. shows which are just the cast going on Zoom. And all that's interesting about it is, oh, gosh, we're on Zoom. Yeah. The only... The only ones of those that were any good were that. um oh, What's it called? What was it called? The thing with David Tennant and Michael Sheen. Scene or something scene, like that. Yeah. Scene, something like that. That was phenomenal. Both yeah. Yeah, both seasons of that, that, both series of that, and uh, yeah, that Mythic Quest episode. Yeah, which actually had something to say God, about was, the at, pandemic at the the end. I was nearly crying. People. Yeah, it's yeah, it's just brilliant. Yeah really really good it, well not the very end at the very end i was cheering because what they do at the very end is fucking brilliant but yeah just before that i was yeah yeah quite sad very very so good re- recent arrival mythic quest but i think like it, it has the it has some of those core components of what you need from a good workplace sitcom it's got a yeah you know the the workplace and the job is absolutely the driving force behind everything and you just have this nice Sort of, it's a it's a good way of getting a bunch of people who would in real life have nothing to do with each other in the same place yeah. at the same time. Um, yeah, and it means you've got a, d- a diverse range of characters mm. in, in workplace.
1: Which uh, um, which I think is I think is a good segue into talking about the UK office. I mean, do, do we that- do
0: we want to start going down our, our top five lists? Before we start talking about, I mean, about I've potential already done like a top
1: five. I've just you know done yeah, yeah some that I like, five. but
0: you know missed off ones that uh, you yeah. so guys. The UK office is definitely worth talking about because it was it didn't invent it, but it sort of felt like it rebooted the concept of the workplace sitcom. Hmm.
1: Yeah, and actually, what you said about people being sort of almost thrust together is actually a direct quote, almost a direct quote, a sort of yeah, is from from Tim? Uh, Tim actually Christian says, special. you know, you don't choose hmm. who you work with. And yet, you spend more time with them than you do your family. Um, um, unless there's a
0: pandemic on, and everyone has to spend all day with their family. Whether they exactly, want to or
1: not. exactly. But it's but for me, it is wonderful because you know it. It's it's one of the first, and I think it is helped by the mockumentary style that it adopts. But it is one of the first sitcoms that you wa- that I ever watched that I actually thought there don't seem to be that many sort of larger than Life characters here, yeah. Very so wacky. Yeah, exactly. And actually, think about it. When it was out, it was one episode at a time. I mean, I never now watch The Office more than you know, like sort of less than, sorry, maybe three or four episodes in in one sitting. So you get a lot of the sort of craziness of Brent and the stuff he does. Like over, you know, you get much more. Whereas actually, when it was first coming out on TV in episodic format, you know, every week. You know, I I was I was sitting there listening, uh, watching it, kind of thinking oh like someone did something like that this week or you know so someone did something like that or they told this awful (laughs) joke or or something and then the next week you'd be like oh christ yeah someone else did that this week and and all that sort of stuff um it it made me it i think it made i think i loved it so much because it was so familiar and at the time that it came out um when i was at university i'd already experienced some time in offices and just felt at home you know it was just like it's it's perfect dawn and tim mm. looked so normal but yet their chemistry was so vivid and, and clear um brent was just like i mean i don't know have most of us have probably worked for someone like brent in in our life yeah, it, was, it
0: was terrifyingly believable mm. yeah i um, did i was i was doing a video it was quite a while ago now but it's like it was just a fairly standard corporate like two people talking to each other video but one of the guys was like, I think we should, let's put some humor in this. And he literally said the word humor. And it, that immediately makes you think, ah, oh, Christ. And it was, yeah, it could have been Brent. And he actually, it's more Alan Partridge, but he did literally say the line at one point. And there's the humor.
1: <laughs> Which, <laughs> I, I, uh, I, had no,
0: I had no option but to kill him at that point. In my <laughs> early 20s, I did a load of temping work. And I worked in this office and and the one thing you get used to if you do loads of temping work is uh fire safety regulations in different workplaces. Um and um this guy was amazing. It's like he was leading a few of us round and uh, he goes, Right, so if there's a fire, don't go back for anything, leave your wallet. I've got money, I can give you money if need be. And he goes, and he po- pointed at this guy wearing a denim jacket, going, don't go back for your expensive denim jacket. Leave it there. Just get out. I can buy you a new denim jacket. You are more important than your denim jacket. <laughs> it's That's the way so he was saying it. And everyone just looked at it. It was just as the office was out. as when everyone was going,
1: it's, it's David Brent. <laughs> this guy is <laughs> yeah. David Brent. Uh, I, I, I love that episode especially because he's very calm and sort of going I like to do a fire drill you know twice a year and in the background Gareth's like everyone out, everyone <laughs> out. opening the doors like and then they they pick up the the, the girl in the wheelchair and I just and the, I mean the cringe from the, that moment the way him and gareth talk to her like you're right well don't worry we'll get you out of here as if she's some kind of like you know frightened child and stuff like that and then they try and lift her down the stairs and they, they, and they leave her. It. so they leave her halfway <laughs> they just leave her on a landing stable. don't they i mean it's just it's it's my, genius one of my favorite things it's is when genius. he um
0: he he points to billy big Mouth, bass which is the thing that everyone thought was mm. hilarious for precisely one minute and then every time walks past it,
1: yeah. I mean, see, the thing is, though, I mean, obviously, the show derives so much uh, of its sort of pleasure value, I think, mm. from the characters and David Brent especially as like, you know, people say, not even Ricky Gervais has said, a lot of people say that he's the worst boss, but actually mm. he's not. He's the best boss. He's the kind of guy that you only have to go for a pint with, like, every couple of months, and he'll look after you and keep your job forever. The, the brilliance of Wernham Hogg as a workplace, a paper merchant. I mean, Mm. could there be anything more boring than a paper merchant in Slough (laughs) with a warehouse downstairs and the salespeople upstairs? Like Mm. the the first series was a lot better at actually showing Mm. them at work, especially Malcolm, you know, sort of, you know, people were walking around the office getting paper and doing stuff and sending faxes. it actually looked a bit more like a workplace in the first series. Um which yeah. which always kept it quiet. Such an old, well, it, if you look back
0: now, it stresses me out how cluttered the office is, like mm. the massive, clunky CRT monitors and just stacks of paper everywhere. But that's like that's that is exactly what my first office job looked like.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Before rim. flat screens became, you know, you know, you'd have lovely mounts with two flat screens and, and things like that, you know, that just save on space. Yeah, big i mean the the moment that i saw tim and uh gareth fighting over that that line between the desks you know <laughs> it just brought it sort of brought back like my first office jobs people constantly go well that's no keep that stuff on your side like i don't want it spilling out onto my desk because of course with the crt monitors you practically only had half a desk left yeah <laughs> like, yeah. yeah absolutely brilliant
0: yeah a lot of fun brilliant. I think that leads nicely to the American office as well, which is, in my opinion, equally as good in a very different way. Yeah, people that just dismiss it out of hand because, it, oh, it's an American remake of something yeah. great that was British. Absolutely Bark at the Wrong Tree. It's yeah. great. First series is terrible yeah. because they were just yeah. trying to remake yeah. pretty much episode by episode, and it just doesn't, it doesn't work. But they obviously, instead of just sacking it in, they obviously thought, I'm just going to do it the way it feels right for... These versions of the characters, and it's brilliant. It is really good. Um, Michael Thomas is a completely different character from uh, David Brent, for starters. Yeah,
1: like so Michael different. Yeah. Called that?
0: It? Yeah, hmm. Michael, Michael Scott. Scott. Yeah, who's Michael Thomas? Did I say Michael Thomas? Yeah, My- who is that? Thomas is, that is a famous... wide receiver for the New Orleans Saints. Oh, there we go. <laughs> <you'd be. laughs> um, Michael Scott. Would it would have been sorry, a better yeah? show if he had been the boss. Yeah, yeah. He- he'd have been good. <laughs> Can't guard, Mike. Um, god i can't uh, how did i I didn't even notice i'd done that oh well um yeah michael scott yeah, he's, he's not yeah. just a clone of of brent yeah. is he he's, he's different he's yeah. like like brent is a sort of needy narcissist Whereas <laughs> michael scott basically is a child yeah um and That's just sort of a, need it perfect, yeah. yeah definitely but he's not He's not an asshole in the same way that Brent could be. Also, because of the nature of American TV series, we get to know all of the characters a lot better than we do in the English in the British Office. Yeah, that's it. Like every single person in the office is a fully fleshed-out character by the end of like the second series. Yeah, Yeah,
1: syndicated seasons allow for much for for far more. Sorry, much more is a phrase I hate. Far more development. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, just touching Mm. very quickly on Mm. the difference between Brent and Scott. Mm. I think he's definitely someone. I think someone said David Bred was actually shown to be quite a good manager. Mm. Like, and he was, you know, he obviously had done good things before the TV cameras showed up. Yeah. Um, because he lists off some of his achievements, you know, um, keeping profitability up while not losing a single member of staff. I think is one of my favorite ones. That's like a real sort of thing that you hear people spinning out all the time like, oh, I managed to keep profitability up without losing a single person. Um, But Michael Scott apparently was an excellent salesperson Mm. who was very mistakenly promoted to a managerial position. Yeah, he was Um, sort
0: of promoted above his um, capabilities, wasn't he?
1: Yeah. Just every now now and then, though. Which is a
0: a genuine thing that happens. People get promoted beyond their competence and then they start floundering.
1: Because
0: every now and then, he'll have a day where he does... There's the one where Pam's got to take notes of of everything he's doing within the day and he's appears he appears to do nothing and then at the end he hands her like uh, a ticket for a um a sale he's made. He goes this is huge. When did you do this? He goes, I just did it. And it's like okay, so yeah. Michael Scott is a very good salesman is the point to all this. Um and, and and he's not the worst boss in the world every now and then it just takes him a while to find find the right tone to to approach things. <laughs>
1: actually yeah, well, I mean he, he
0: would be fired by now anyway he's a pretty bad boss but so is David Brent on that front in, in on an HR standpoint they're both awful bosses but also but, like you know just more broadly a good two thirds of characters in workplace sitcoms would get fired immediately yeah but if that happened it'd be a very short show
1: fact you will never work in another place like this again and you will never have a boss like me someone who's basically just a chilled out entertainer <laughs> It's um, yeah, no.
0: It's it's both. Both are excellent, and both don't get the love.
1: Also, Do... the parkour episode is a
0: personal favorite. <laughs> just of mine. fall through the box. It's an empty box. Because <laughs> <laughs> you don't see it coming. You you, try you think okay something's going to go wrong with the bin because <laughs> they, they're mm. talking about this this uh, complicated route. So like off the box into the bin, forward roll, um, flip up the wall, and over to the other side. And you think, well, this is not going to work. So you're expecting like, it to just look really bad, but it just falls straight through the b- straight through the box. That one and um, the one where Dwight is taking notes, like he's got the um, dictaphone. Yeah. And he's like, uh, Michael Scott wanted me to, to record everything. Oh, my God, Dwight, put your trousers back on. And then the way it ends <laughs> yeah. with Andy just going, I am literally chopping Phyllis's head off with a chainsaw. <laughs>
1: ring ring
0: Jamie says he's never watched The Office it's Which great one? like both, whichever one, they're both really good
1: Oh, so uh, much to explore yeah definitely Yeah.
0: where do we want to go from here, well, do we want to actually yeah. start going down some lists Not yeah candy. candy I don't mind, I'm just thinking we've got a lot of sitcoms to cover and that might be the best way to do it
1: okay hmm. I don't know
0: uh scrubs scrubs is that number five then
1: okay so okay so yeah if i'm gonna go for number five then yeah yeah, scrubs for me is at number five
0: i mean i get it i'm just not the world's biggest scrubs fan but i understand why people love it so much
1: yeah but uh, hence why it's at number five for me because when i was first told about it my mate at university said oh you're gonna love this it's basically like um he said it's basically like a comedy version of er which actually completely misssells it because yeah. it's, it, you know, it's, it's, I thought, okay, so it's like a, a, a just comedy version of a medical drama. But actually, it's, from my point of view, it's so much more than that. And there are some really defining characters. The first series is still the best for me because it's the shape. Oh.
0: Have I gone? Have I gone?
1: Really nice way here. Yeah. you have frozen slightly sorry oh no okay uh sorry i just think the first series is the best because they're all nervous shaky interns you're yeah. all taking their first strides and it introduces you know before everything got a bit wacky in the later series like dr cox as the really mm. tough sort of guy with a heart dr kelso as the uncaring mm. chief of medicine zach braff i'm not the biggest Zach braff fan but i think he was great as jd uh, i loved sarah yeah, he's good in that
0: kind of role him, his brilliant. relationship with Turk as well is is just really really good.
1: It's beautiful. So. It's lovely. And to be fair, it's like it's it's so great that it's um it's a proper bromance on TV. It's two guys who just love each other so much. Like they're just such great friends. They know they know each other's bodies. Like not just like in what they find each other funny, but they literally know each other's bodies. It's hilarious. Uh, I thought Sarah Chalk was great in it. Um, the actress who uh, what's her name Judy. I can't remember what her name is. Her last name is, but Judy, who plays Carla. Fabulous. Mm. Like, such a great actress. Kills some scenes. There's a brilliant episode where her and Dr. Cox and the rest of the gang are trying to keep these transplant patients alive. And real this really dramatic. Mm. And, you know, it's a really amazing scene at the end where Dr. Cox is trying to keep this last patient alive after they've been given a transplant that they, un- they didn't know were wrong, were infected with rabies. So they got all these transplant organs, managed to transplant them into people, and then only after that found that they were from a patient who had uh, unknowingly had rabies. Um, and they their screening had missed it, and so they're trying to keep these people alive, and all of them die, and Dr Cox takes it so hard, and the next couple of episodes are all about the characters trying to bring him out of this kind of depression, but, but with humour, and it was always handled so wonderfully, and they used music really well, but everything was laced. With the hospital, you know, um, Sacred Heart, Mm -hmm. which was which was almost which was actually personified as a creature itself in one episode, Mm -hmm. which was called My Monster. um, The hospital was actually personified as a monster with you know the eyes being sort of windows open and lights on and all the other ones off um, that sucks the joy out of life. And them saying you can't let your workplace suck the life out of you. You have to put your life to one side when you when you're here.
0: Um, and I always really loved that. Oh, mm. um, it's great for me. It doesn't. It's not ER for me. It's closer to Mash, like that's in, in tone, like in the sense that you know you're going to laugh, and then at the end you're going to feel bad about laughing, and that yeah. that's fine for a couple of seasons. But towards the end, I'm just like, kind of done with this now. Just this the, the, the way it, it's the emotional roller coaster that it takes me on isn't one that I was particularly enjoying by the end of the series. Um, Interesting. Because because it's it's fine to do that every now and then, but it was every episode. You're going yeah, to laugh, you're going to laugh, you're going to laugh, you're going to feel it? bad about laughing. <laughs> like, yeah. That that began to get a bit annoying. But when it was good, it was pretty much unrivaled, I think. It is very, very good. And the characters nice. are all amazing as well. The, the closest I think that, that something's gone with the characters is Brooklyn Nine-Nine for me in terms of just like i like all these characters every every character in this i think is really good
1: yeah, so, yeah. where's that on your list or are we going to get to that later
0: who knows i don't i haven't actually I mean, Brooklyn a list brooklyn 99 is phenomenal <laughs> yeah it's it is. Uh, yeah i mean i've not really like ranked stuff but i mean it, it is okay let's let's yeah let's just go through five each then i suppose it's like staying strong it's not really dipped in quality and it's been going quite a while now I wouldn't yeah. say there's been like a oh that's the crap season bit for Brooklyn Nine Nine. They've in every season they've had that the uh, the same Halloween episode, mm. pretty much, and it never gets boring in Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, I'm Which, excited that, to watch that episode of like, season. They must season. sort of dread the heist episodes now yeah. because it's hard to constantly top them for sort of them still being interesting mm. and having having a like they, they have to have a point a sort of a story point rather than just being a cool heist yeah so they've, they've managed to keep doing it it's, and they um, they've have make it love- interesting who wins it as well every time
1: mm. yeah the, the 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 one where gina comes back and wins it mm. with her with with her teeth, um yeah coming out is brilliant I, <laughs> you know? and I, I, I love the episodes with bill um bill is one of like the one the guy that looks almost exactly like charles neck massages from the front with a hundred percent eye contact where's my eye contact bill
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, couple of comments on the stream uh jamie says loved scrub never thought of it as a workplace sitcom but very much is very much is uh dan mm. says agreed first series of scrubs is the best Oh, nice! Definitely. Based, I think um, you probably just needed two or three series less of Scrubs, and it would have been fine. Can I put the uh, last, con- Yeah, sorry. Sorry. Go. Are no, you going? I'm going to be oh, controversial.
1: It. No, I was just about to say last the last season of Scrubs not great. No, um, the previous two series uh the ones that came after the series that was cut short because of the writer's strike which i think was series six mm. mm-hmm. um and seven were not brilliant but had a couple of really nice episodes there was a really nice one where jd and his brother reconnect uh and go and visit his uh jd's son sam and i think there's the, the, the farewell episode for jd features one of the best sort of series wrapping up montages ever you can watch it basically just type in into youtube scrubs the book of love it's a brilliant use of peter gabriel's uh the book of love version of the book of love and really nice kind of flash forward to kind of how their lives kind of turn out after that and then series eight was like this fucking mental new characters it was a real punt. like mm. you know oh maybe we can get one you know a few more series out of this but
0: <laughs> they did the same with another show that might be on this list but we'll get to that potentially in a bit um maybe if not then the answer is teachers Mm -hmm. um but um (laughs) so can i potentially throw maybe a weird one out there and you can tell me whether this is a sitcom or not and i will go with what you guys Mm -hmm. say and if not then i've got another answer already okay Mm -hmm. okay garth Marenghi's dark place i mean yeah
1: i think it It is is
0: because technically, I, yes, it's the workplace, but they are very. It's very much a documentary about them filming Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. I think it, it kind of it's like pushing at the edges of the genre a bit, mm. but I think that qualifies as a workplace sitcom. Okay, well then it's and definitely on my list. It it's. it's a, I mean, funnily yeah.
1: enough, it's actually like. I mean, I mean, obviously, it's not meant to be a sitcom. No. Like the 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 show within a show is actually meant to be a serious sci-fi. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's so like a sci-fi
0: horror, horror series, yeah, exactly. It? Yeah,
1: yeah, it's like Stephen King, but yeah, I, do you know what? I I I think it probably, like Russ says, pushes the boundaries, but is perfectly acceptable. Yeah. because then we get to talk about the, the eye the
0: Because because of how it's filmed, it's still it With well. a shotgun. At the yeah.
1: end.
0: <laughs> 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 it's the bit of the head on the floor. I think I'm going to die. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, and obviously, blood, uh, blood, blood, so and place. little bits of sick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, a broken glass. <laughs> Would you like an egg on soup? Um, Goddamn son of a bitch! Yeah, it's it is it is it's so good, and it still holds up. Like I watched, I watch, I regularly watch clips of that, and because of how it's filmed, because they did such an, an authentic take on on like a mid '80s horror TV yeah. series.
1: So still they put a lot of right. effort into yeah. getting
0: it to look bad. Yeah. Like, it, the, the the way they, they deliberately, you know, there's extra standing, in there's continuity errors yeah. and extra standing in the wrong place and, like, microphones dipping into shot and like the changes. audio sounds like it's recorded with different microphones from scene to scene and, the, like the, the over, obvious replacement vocals and things. Matt Berry in particular, his overdubbing is so ridiculous obvious yeah. at times and well. you get him standing yeah. on the hospital roof playing a saxophone in yeah. night. <laughs> yes
1: i mean for me it's epitomized by knowing that like you know back in the day they had to make kind of sh- you know sort of um budget savings in terms mm. of like well that's the script and this is what's actually going to happen budget-wise and like there's that moment i think in the first or second episode with the telekinesis when it goes there's a there's a cordless there's a, there's a cordless iron uh <laughs> sort of moving on its own he goes oh I know it's a cordless iron coming to right towards us and as it floats past you can clearly see the wire <laughs> with the plug like as it goes past it's just it's like it's the real kind of like the compromises that they had to make on t- low budget tv shows in one one little vignette right there
0: <laughs> yeah i no, think that was the first thing that
1: i'd seen matt berry in
0: i think it was mine as well yeah i, try, I think that that was before the mighty bush wasn't it yeah yes
1: yeah oh yeah he just when you when ben you real, oh like
0: no, that actually is what it sounds like in real life did you see he put a picture up of his uh toast hair Yeah. funny enough season
1: actually My, mighty Boosh. would you would you call that a workplace sitcom yes yeah. set in a zoo the first series and then the booze oh. uh curios it
0: uh, is. that, isn't it? yeah they are booze uh, shop i don't know <sighs> I don't know if the if the zoo is sort of central enough to it. I'd call I'd call that a question mark.
1: But Vince, you said you wanted to help the animals. I do <laughs> want to help them. I want to help them to die. <laughs> <laughs> I used to hate the Mighty Boosh. He I think I need to go back and rewatch GCSEs it. GCSEs was... were
0: useless. Yeah, yeah. To hmm. so be at so, so my, my, on my list, uh, Garth Marenghi's Dark Place would be. You reckon? What you got, Tom?
1: oh uh, uh is it my go or is it russ's go
0: russ had brooklyn Nine didn't you no you didn't did you sorry russ it doesn't, it doesn't really matter but whatever no you would no you you go russ it's fine okay well i'm gonna I, again this might be a a question mark mm. but faulty towers no oh, it's no. not a question mark at all
1: no it's my in fact is that my number one actually is faulty towers mm.
0: mm-hmm. it's on my list as well
1: yeah like it's
0: it is, I mean, yeah, the, the hotel is a central character in it. No one enjoys working. Yeah, I mean, there. obviously, nobody involved would have used the, the phrase workplace sitcom, mm. but I think it's just a little castle sort of perfection. Yeah. They don't spend any time outside of that hotel either. Well, virtually no time out of that hotel. I think there's, there's one, isn't there like one scene outside? The bit where he's beating the car. Yeah. With this- with the branch, isn't in the hotel, is it? And like, he, he goes to that restaurant to pick up the...
1: The Waldorf was salad. The duck yeah. Oh, is it? It's the duck but, um, yeah, is it? Yeah.
0: It's like
1: 99% in the hotel. Yeah. You can't put no riffraff on the advert.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I, one of my favourite episodes is the Hotel Inspectors. Oh, God, um, yes. It's... Sp- Spoon. Spoons, Spoons. Eh? Spoons. <laughs> I just love that. It's like the uh, you know, you guy uh, smacks him uh, on the head. <laughs> with the spoon. Okay. You're a waste of space. <laughs> uh, it's so nice. It's so, so That's, clever. Because mm. uh, that is and, and Basil the rat. Basil you the rat. Put Basil
0: which, in the ratatouille. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> it's put Basil right, the t- <laughs> Yeah. God, it's it, pedigree. so good.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Basil Fawlty is just such a great character as well, and and the, the best thing about them is none of them are apart from Manuel, none of them are that likable. Like, yeah, even Holly has her moments Polly. where she's a little too Polly, not Holly, yes. Polly, yeah, P- Polly, fuck Holly, um, has has <laughs> moments where she's a little too sarcastic, for and 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 it's whereas Manuel's just genuinely just trying to do his best really um yeah but but sybil and basil are both quite unlikable because you kind of understand what basil's talking about because she doesn't seem to do anything but at the same time he goes about it entirely the wrong way it's such a great show that these two people just absolutely seem to hate each other but yeah it's and like yeah. Nine, almost all of the stress that he goes through is entirely self-inflicted 100 percent, it's entirely his fault yeah that's amazing yeah it
1: is good though isn't it it's like but you know that y- you can tell that it was their decision to open a hotel that's mm. caused the rift in the marriage <laughs> yeah yeah like, and, and they've obviously been doing it for a long time because what we, he it's it's sort of revealed, isn't it? He was a member of the catering corps in yeah. the in the British Army. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, and she's just I don't know whatever she is. She, and maybe she was always like a hotelier yeah. or something like that. But um, yeah, just the way he, <laughs> the way he deals with the the the, uh, the episode with the death uh, with the deaf lady with the with the hearing aid that she never turns on to save battery. Yeah, <laughs> you know? it's like you meet people like that. It was so wonderfully observed. And, it's uh, you know, yeah it was great and it
0: it throughout that whole episode it's the whole like he's shouting and then he starts like he it, it, it takes a while for him to learn to shout at her because of her hearing aid and then she's got it turned on when he just comes in immediately shouting
1: yeah like Don't that is them. that is interactions
0: <laughs> yeah. that nearly everyone has had one point or another i think not necessarily Absolutely. exactly that but um I, I requested a sea view. What were you expecting? Heard of east <laughs> sweeping majestically across the plain. <laughs> the hanging gardens of Babylon. Yeah. Um, this is Torquay. <laughs> yeah. Uh
1: the the major is also brilliant as well. Yeah. Especially the dismissive way that when he wanders off, Basil just kind of goes, God he started early. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, or <laughs> drunken old sod.
0: <laughs> the the line that sums it all up is satisfied customer, we should have him stuffed.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Like
0: like he clearly hates everyone that stays at his hotel.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, it's so good. I mean like obviously there's there's elements of it that are, you know, problematic when viewed through today's Mm -hmm. lens. You would not make it now. No. But um oh it's magnificent. Very good.
1: Yep, faulty towers. Yeah, absolutely tremendous. In fact, there's not a weak episode uh, in the entire two series. Can I mention something that kind of links
0: in, I think, that is... Please do. Maybe a spiritual success to Fawlty Towers, Black Books. Oh, Yeah, I, I went through a phase mm. of being incredibly obsessed with Black Books. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Black Books That's is, is amazing. Um, like, you don't... If you work in retail, you don't aspire to be Bernard Black, but damn do you respect him <laughs> like he he just gets away with everything he wants in his shop basically that you just can't I do. love his his attitude yeah oh, he's, he's like oh why do they why do they come here why do they bother me yeah like, Well, they want to buy books but why me why do they come <laughs> <Yes>. here <laughs> run a bookshop bernard
1: yeah i know <laughs> <laughs> I do love that yeah. episode where he uh, where he goes into a sort of a despair-filled drinking binge. And it's Manny, isn't it? Yeah. Manny, played by Bill Bailey, finds him precariously suspended home. between a table and a pile of books. <laughs> yeah. Like, his head on the table and his feet on the end on this pile of books. It's fucking brilliant. Just I, wailing. I, <laughs> this is my brain falling away like a wet cake. Yeah. <laughs> I
0: love um, I just love their relationship in general The the idea that people Actually want to buy the books And he he is such A curmudgeon That no one wants to go in there when he's in there But people do want to go in and have a look at the books And buy books Like there's an episode where he goes away and Manny sells every book Yeah And he goes, well I have to order new books now Picks up the phone, dials a random number Hi I'd like some books Thank you. <laughs> Just it's um, it's kind of yeah. It kind of made, makes me laugh. Like it, it, well, it's meant to, isn't it? It's a sitcom. But um, yeah. Very. I love a, Black Books a lot.
1: Again, though, very very good dynamic. You know, the the, the workplace is central. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, Bernard sees that whole sort of bookshop as his own kind of personal library. Yeah. Um, and uh, I can't remember what was uh, kind of Fran. Yeah, played by thames green isn't it mm. um they, her and manny are constantly trying to and get him to make improvements you know it's a really simple setup constantly trying to make him you know bring him into the 20th 20th yeah. century constantly trying to pull him in uh that time that manny leaves bernard's life collapses in on itself and you know fran gets them back still back together and you know it's yeah it's just really it's perfect three really well developed characters uh, a really simple setting and it just you know it's perfect. working yeah, it's at, really, working at the
0: chain next door isn't she isn't he for uh, yeah, simon books yeah 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 and she's in the uh the uh the little uh wendy house <laughs> 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 i'm not leaving <laughs> Oh, I love it. Uh, Black Books is great. And yeah, I, I think that hits the nail on the head. He obviously decided to open a bookshop because he wanted to sit around reading books, drinking wine all day. Um, mm. And he genuinely sees the customers as an inconvenience to to that. Um, both likable and dislikable. Um, unlikable, I suppose. Um, but their friendship between the three of them is genuinely quite good but like his friendship with Fran is is generally quite good his friendship with Manny is a bit problematic but like when he's yeah, they, Dave syndrome they're yeah weirdly kind of like codependent yeah. abusive relationship that they have yeah definitely
1: i mean, I, like, um, I like i like i like the man was an accountant that Bernard basically got drunk with and offered a job
0: because <laughs> he swallowed that's a the really little nice book of Calm. Up. What I got you <laughs> creme de <menthe. laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. And then um, what if what Fran used uh, I fucking know what the shop called. It was that she was nifty, 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 gifty, gifty, gifty. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Brilliant. And that was at the time where there were like all those shops that just oh, yeah. sold weird shit. Not quite headshots. And lava but, lamps. But yeah. But just things that really you thought you needed. Cheap, cheap um, ornaments, basically. Made of that what? The one in St Albans was called Rocket. Rocket, yeah. And we were in there Something. all the fucking time, Russ. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm gonna get myself a little fiber optic lamp thing. Yeah, and and an hourglass with weird coloured standing. I went to London to get my lava lamp. I wanted one so badly. <laughs> it was purple and blue. It was really nice. Mate. Probably Mate. somewhere still. Um, couple of comments. Dan says if Garth Marenghi is a workplace sitcom, then Mighty Boosh definitely is. I agree. Um, yeah, I but, it, it probably it, is, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, he says he had a boss like uh, Bernard Black. Says he ran a collectible store in Camden Market and would frequently close the store and throw people out because he hated them window shopping. Brilliant. Gotta respect that. <laughs> right. What else we got?
1: Uh, who's next? The
0: one who said who said black books? I said black books, didn't I? So yeah, Russ, I suppose. Yeah. Oh. Me. Yeah. Uh so one I've enjoyed a lot recently is Staplet's Flats on Channel Four. You seen oh, is it one? good? I've never watched it. Oh, it's very good. It's very, it. very good. It's um it's uh yeah, Jamie Dimitri and, and his sister's in it as well, yeah. tash Dimitri, who's in she's in um Um What We Do in the Shadows. What we do in the Shadows, yeah. She's uh Christ, what's her name? I she's the remember. female vampire in yeah. What We Do in the Shadows. But um it's uh yeah it's, it's just like a, it's a workplace sitcom set in a like a letting agency mm. in london but it's just fucking brilliant it's very sort of sweet and funny yeah. in not too nauseating a way and that- actually linked to that do you guys do you remember it was only one series a sitcom called just called the estate agents you have talked about this before and i have never watched it it's brilliant not many people saw it. i don't think it was very popular yeah um but uh, it's it was magnificent and quite weird and dark. Hmm. Yeah. You said it got quite weird, so I remember it that had, much. Uh, oh, Christ, what's his name? It had that guy in it and did some other stuff. <laughs> you, you know what I mean. Yeah, obviously, yeah. Yeah, of course. So th- those would be my uh, letting slash estate agency recommendations for workplace sitcoms. Nice. But yeah, Staff Essence st- should be on all four or whatever the hell they're calling it these days and that is if there's any two i think series of it okay definitely give that a go it's really really good i need something in the run-up to ted lasso season two so i'll give that a watch tom yeah there's not there's not yeah. too much to this you can bash through it pretty quickly Cool, but it is very very good and i'm pretty sure that the first flat i rented was from that place or somebody who <laughs> ran it in a similar
1: way uh, so I would uh, so basically on my list I've got the Office UK which we've already spoken yeah. about but I want to throw in a couple of quick fires if I can because mm-hmm. I know we're sort of getting to the sort of nearly, nearly 10 o'clock so I want to just throw two quick fires your way first of all Parks and Recreation which I know we should talk about at some point Yeah, definitely. fucking, fucking fabulous, yeah. very very funny Parks and Recreation, big one for me uh, and the other one uh oh, fuck has literally just escaped my mind. Oh, phone shop.
0: Yes! Phone shop needs to be talked about. Because phone shop yeah. is fucking brilliant.
1: So I'm gonna go for phone shop this time. <laughs> I was gonna go <laughs>
0: phone shop as well. That was gonna be my next
1: choice, so yeah. Um, phone shop is
0: great. They keep talking me uh uh teddy fuckspin, teddy fuckspin. <laughs> <laughs>
1: i mean you know I'm, I'm games workshop takes a piss out of me <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean there's that excellent excellent moment where they're both talking about how um you know how it's embarrassing that they can't afford to go to m&s and yeah. buy and buy their lunch <laughs> I, and there's that to, brilliant thing yeah used to uh what is it used to get a meal deal <laughs> yeah teriyaki rice yeah. ball throwing yeah. a packet of person pigs some cashew nuts Shove them all in a, you know, put them in a bag to life, yeah. like eat some of it, put yeah. the rest in, and throw that. Senseless that waste. Senseless <laughs> waste. <laughs> <laughs> and that bit where they're talking about the the bald spot yeah. <laughs> on his head, like you know, is it getting bigger? Mister Wise, the owl. Yeah. <laughs> I, I um, want to, but you have to ask Mister Wise. It's Mr. Wise, it's not our dad in the co- <laughs> dad having a wank in the cupboard <laughs> with a video
0: camera. The, so, uh, it's a tattoo of an owl. Ow owl. Ow. <laughs> <A> owl. <laughs> the um the guy who does the sanitary towel bin that uh gets engaged to Janine uh and tells her that she he is a businessman. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Um Raz Prince, uh, uh, Raz the best character Prince. in it. Freeze, yeah. motherfuckers! <laughs> T to the A to the A, T to the A to the B to the B to the A to the R to the D to the S. Tabards, get some cleaning going.
1: Get some cleaning going, <laughs> boys. Reach for that gold. <laughs> yeah.
0: what, what do you think he's doing now? Uh, by now, I think he's probably up to gold. <Pakistan derniers and> <laughs> <laughs> reach for that gold! <laughs>
1: Touch, that, touch gold. that gold. You, can't, you not... can't touch that gold.
0: It's my yeah, it's gold. gold. It's such
1: a fucking gold, such a fucking gold. It's a fibre, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fiber. It does capture something like
0: phone shops do they're not quite they're all a bit too um corporatified now. Mm. But like back when there was like phones for you and car phone warehouse branches, Yeah. they did have this weird air of like the people that worked in them were basically the same age as you were. Yep. And you know, drove a third-hand Renault 5, but they would act like they were sort of world-leading salespeople. Yeah. I I, They're allowed to wear suits rather than uniforms. We had uh, a phone shop in my shop at the time that phone shop was on, and it was one of those... They fucking loved phone shop, the two of them that worked there, because they were like, this is just an accentuated version of... of working in a phone shop essentially and it was amazing it was something we'd always like when phone shop was on did you watch phone shop last night yeah it was brilliant yeah Um, what's the other Expect the unexpected and and because we're like a family Lance Jermaine they're your brothers Uh, Janine she's your sister and uh, not Lance no Lance Lance and Lance is your dad Uh, Lance is your dad Jermaine and I can't remember the other guy's name and and, uh, they're, they're your brothers and I'm your dad I thought Lance was my dad. I'm your real dad. I'm your real dad. I'm the one that comes over uncle. when your mum wants to
1: feel. All right. <laughs> yeah. I'm your uncle. I'm always round I'm, yeah. when your dad when your dad's not in, yeah. helping her put up a shelf, making your mum feeling all right. <laughs> you know <what> I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Such a
0: great character.
1: <laughs> Hit and you're dead. Show yourself. <laughs> show yourself. Yeah. Show yourself.
0: Not you, Nan. You're all right. What? So you pay as you go. Yeah, well, fuck off, on, man <laughs> Oh god, I love phone shop. I might have to watch that again now. Yeah,
1: it's so good. It's, it's quite really a lot good. of phone shop, isn't
0: there? Three like seasons, yeah. series.
1: Three three
0: series, yeah. yeah. When when he's when someone calls Lance Boring and he's sitting there smoking weed with a little streak in his head to the yeah. QI theme tune. <laughs> oh,
1: so good. Bit of the ragga. <laughs> the elite selling crew. They don't yeah. exist. But if they, they did they exist, exist. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, God, it's so good. I love Phone Shop. <laughs> cool. So, yeah, Phone Shop. That'd be mine watched well. it once. I, might, I might put that on the, re, on the rewatch list. Oh, it's worth it. It's really yeah. good.
1: Yeah.
0: Say, and any Raz Prince episode's just worth it alone. There's only a few of them, but...
1: Yeah, they are very good. Uh, one of them ends up with them covering his Audi TT in... in dildos. Um, dildos. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: because cause they go to the uh, the club night. Yeah. Um... It's uh, a wet T-shirt competition. It's uh, what is it? It's it's sexy, but it's thoughtful, or something like that. It's got uh, yeah, with
1: we're chicken in a basket for ninety five ninety nine or something like that, isn't it? A fight, guy,
0: a, a fight, a wedding, or uh, or your money
1: back. <laughs> yeah, and her, him, and Janine have that wicked banter conversation, yeah. and she's oh, like, wow. "You you wouldn't know what to do with my with my stuff," and he's like, "I know, but I'd have a fucking good girl."
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you out bantered me. <laughs> yeah.
1: And of course, um, that's where, that's where um, the Weathers originals being called non nuggets, pino comes pellets, from, isn't it? <laughs> pellets. Oh dear. Oh, oh yeah, oh. no. The
0: respect the bear episode where they, they're taking, <laughs> they've got the um, the fish uh, <laughs> coffee, and it just go, goes crazy.
1: <laughs> oh, um, so for anyone interested, <laughs> uh, the England Denmark match has ended in a draw, and we are now up extra to thirty time. minutes of extra time for
0: anyone interested mm. i doubt anyone watching ours is probably interested we're yeah. probably the most interested if i'm honest but yeah that is
1: uh right it's getting up is, is this time. the point
0: at which england lose on penalties in the euros because <laughs> that's sort of tradition maybe so we, we got we got got a few more quickly quick ones if you want boom, 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 boom. cheers uh, so i put in archer right. as archer. a firm workplace yeah. sitcom I agree. I'm fine with that. Despite all the sort of spy trappings and stuff, at its core, it's a bunch of bickering workmates. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. I completely agree. Uh and it's phenomenal. Yeah. Uh cheers, I don't think we can not mention cheers. Cheers is is just yeah, Cheers, cheers is is definitely workplace. And it's filmed for a live your like, audience. I mean, it fits even though most of the people in it don't actually work there. I yeah. think it's still I think it still fits. In the same well, way like in like a community they're not employees but I think it still it's still still a workplace work yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah full-time education is um I think almost almost like a, a sort of a workplace yeah. Like, yeah I think it's sort of borderline can I just say quickly on Archer it always escapes me but I sometimes remember that the place they work is called ISIS <laughs> <laughs> yeah was it and it stands for I just saw it international secret intelligence and service <laughs> ISIS. Brilliant. Brilliant.
0: Brilliant. He's <laughs> is good. The uh, the dog in Downton Abbey was called ISIS as well. Oh really? Jesus. Yeah. Wow. It's like a Egyptian. It's, it's from There's some sort of ancient mythology reference. Hmm. Any more? For any more, we've got some. We've got some from the the uh, the uh, listeners slash viewers. If you like, hit Go for us. It. Okay. I mean there there are loads. We're obviously just talking about some of our fingers, okay. so. So Dan says Green Wing. Brilliant. Fucking brilliant. Green Wing was good. Yeah. Yeah. Really good. Super weird. Back when Channel Four just went, make it weirder. Yeah. to so everything they did. It was really good. It really worked.
1: It was very clever. I do remember one episode starting with a um uh with a musical rendition of Tainted Love, didn't it? With the uh, <laughs> played on one of those little knif nip. nip. <laughs> Um, yeah, and what uh, is a, a,
0: a stylophone? Mm.
1: Yeah, one of those things. And guy dancing in wearing these like sort of linen trousers, and then him sidling up to someone after the sort of musical intro, finished just going, "Can you see my cock through these trousers?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, just yeah, I better go home then.
0: <laughs> uh, slightly questionable one, red dwarf. Now it was brought up that red dwarf, yeah. they're not doing any work. I think, yeah, I don't think I, I don't think that's a workplace sitcom. Mm. It's, no. I don't know what it is, but I don't. Sci-fi show. Were, it is a sci-fi show. Yeah, because it wouldn't work if you didn't have spaceships. It absolutely, we're not getting into him, this. We haven't got time for this. But if no. you didn't have a way of getting him three million years into the future and being the only human left alive, the whole show collapses. But yeah, I don't think it's a workplace sitcom because they're no, not doing so, their jobs anymore. Really, are they? No. Uh, dave also says that the british empire god that was amazing it was really funny yeah so silly uh jamie says hello hello oh the cafe yeah i mean
1: against the backdrop of World War II. Mm. maybe yeah but it probably is
0: actually yeah because yeah. it's kind of all around the cafe isn't it uh dan also mentioned archer uh yeah. Uh, thin Blue line was mentioned as well.
1: Oh, that's a good good. Uh, yeah. yeah. Good shout it out, definitely yeah. Workplace sitcom. Not very funny. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Oh, I think oh it was right. wasn't right It was a bit rubbish. Mm. It had its moments yeah.
0: Uh do you remember. Um, drop the dead donkey. Yeah, mm. that was brilliant. Great That, really, that is really excellent.
1: Good. They were the writers always said that um the script and the filming was happening almost within a couple of weeks of transmission. Mm. So the events they were talking about were always quite up to the minute, kind of cutting edge. Yeah. That, that is a really good one, actually. And, I, you know, my dad would be absolutely livid mm. that I hadn't put Drop the Dead Donkey on my list because <laughs> he and I, uh, I and he, he and me, mm. uh, we used to watch that t- uh, together all the time, all the time. Um, Jamie mentioned Father Ted. I mean, it's Craggy Island uh,
0: parochial house, isn't it? Yeah, Yeah, I suppose it is. I think because their workplace is also sort of where they live. I I don't know if it quite counts, because you you never actually see them in a church. What about Vicar of Dibley?
1: Kind of likewise.
0: Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. It's more about her personal life. Mm. True. Jamie also mentions Lower Decks. I've never seen it but that oh, I can imagine that. that is probably the problem <clears throat> case. No, any no one. Um, oh, do you know what I would chuck in? because I don't know if we talked about it or not, but like the thick of it and beat, but the pre-runner yes. to those, yes, Minister and yes, Prime Minister.
1: Yes, very good: yes. Very good shout.
0: Amazing stuff. And while we're at thick of it, because thick of it is fucking brilliant.
1: Yeah, know? I can't actually believe we haven't mentioned that. I mean, not, but not very laugh out loud. I mean, uh, there are. I mean, not. You know, almost not light. Sorry, what I'm trying to say is not yeah. light-hearted comedy. In fact, very yeah. black because you're watching it thinking, I have no assurances that this isn't how the government <laughs> operates like, on a day-to-day basis. Well, yeah.
0: but it's it's becoming quite clear that they they're never going to do anything again because they have been outdone by the actual government like in terms of ridiculousness <laughs> yeah it's been you can't you just can't make some like the thick of it because it would just seem like if you watch it back now you mm. think yeah but at least they're not actually like i think i would rather have this lot in charge yeah they're sort of vaguely
1: trying to do the right thing at some points yeah, Jamie agree. McDonald is. I mean, uh, Malcolm Tucker is amazing. Yeah. I, I think one of the one of the uh, brilliant character creations of of all time. But Jamie McDonald, his sort of even more rabid, aggressive yeah. press officer counterpart. Are is, you a horse? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in the in the film, uh, in the loop, mm. he is. Um, he, he is. He is phenomenal. The first time you meet him. He just sort of walks in and he does this brilliant like sort of monologue when, they, when he's talking to them about the builders that they've, they've tried to get into because there's a wall collapsing in this minister's constituency and um, he goes well look you know yeah the, the guy that plays Ollie I think plays a guy called Toby in that mm. film and he kind of mm. goes well look we, we called some builders they failed to show up and Jamie just goes well what did you expect they're builders. <laughs> Where, you, you've never seen a superhero who's a builder, have you? Huh? bat builder, Spider builder. No, because you're never going to see a fucking superhero with a hod, because <laughs> they never turn up in the nick of time. <laughs> it's very true. Ingenious. Genius. It's so
0: good. Yeah, Jamie and Malcolm. Still, <laughs> one of my favourite moments is the um, the assistant as, as Malcolm's off on one coming out. going, Malcolm. Do you know how to fix a paper jam? And the way he just turns round and just, I don't know. <laughs> kill a kid now until it starts working and then walks <laughs> up yeah um step and ton oh old school oh, yeah very very old, old school, school. yeah, yeah oh, but right.
1: definitely a workplace oh, comedy
0: yeah. uh Jamie's also brought up bodger and Thatcher. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: is it a sitcom though I I mean, it's, a kid, it's a kids sitcom isn't it yeah
0: <sighs> yeah phone yeah. shop was mentioned as well by dan well done yeah uh, and then last ones actually it's not true we've got a few more people have actually contacted us about this so that's nice um always sunny in philadelphia was brought up again uh the british empire again desmond's was brought up i don't, I don't, I don't really watch that, that but it, was it was good time. yeah it t- took place uh yeah it was very good uh extras and then once again, the, we were asked about the vicar of Dibley. Oh, extras is a tricky one because it's different. It's a different workplace and a different. But set it is of his job and characters each time. But yeah, it hmm. again, it's probably really kind of stretching the definition.
1: Yeah. We um, so
0: it doesn't have a fixed workplace. So, uh, although it's about him doing his job, yeah, there is no workplace really. So I, d- I, d- I think that's probably a no. Um, and then Adam brings up Scrubs, Brooklyn Nine Nine, and Superstore, which we haven't actually mentioned. Yet. He's really good, I mean, well worth watching. Yeah. I really liked it. And then Adama brings up Faulty Towers. Red Dwarf is mentioned again. And there we have it.
1: Nice. Very nice. Well, I've got yeah, to say that was a that sort
0: of current. Yeah, Superstore definitely worth watching. Mythic yeah. Quest is fantastic. Ted Lasso, oh my god, god Ted like Lasso is nice brilliant. Like, uh, but Mythic Quest is brilliant, and Superstore is one of those ones where you go, "Well, it's just a bit, it's a bit throwaway, isn't it?" And then you get to an episode where they are talking yeah, about the so problems in it, so Yeah, though. talking about the problems of like how uh, people that work in retail don't get maternity leave in America, and like, they're going quite in depth on it, and it is very good. And there's an episode where they talk about forming a union. Like, this isn't some throwaway TV series like um, fucking um, uh, Big Bang Theory. It's really good.
1: (laughs) Fair fair deuce. Nice to get a little side swipe in there at Big Bang Theory. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh yeah um uh, well look that was a really nice deviation actually i really like it when we do something out of the blue like that believe it or not that was an idea that was suggested by russ probably one an hour or so before yeah. we went on air not long we ago it was while i was putting the kids to bed so it's not that long ago very nice uh, i see i like that a little bit of spontaneity very nice and sparky no How do
0: you- we plan thoroughly
1: always always
0: we've already got next week's episode planned
1: we don't have we yeah no 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 no, no we haven't no, no. well we'll, we'll it'll be all right on the night that's how we that's how we do it mm-hmm. uh if you've got any more additional we're more now going to end
0: up talking about our favorite episodes of it will be all right on the night with dennis norton
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah i used to fucking love that show
1: yeah <laughs> apparently during all of the live filmings of the episodes of bottom uh if ever he fucked up or they had a night where they were fucking up but particularly often uh, Rick Mayo would often uh, say, Happy Christmas, Dennis Norden, uh, after <laughs> after he fucked up, because, uh, you know, of course, that's all Dennis Norden's there for, is to stand there with a clipboard. Did you know that <laughs> Anyway, uh, that was my Dennis Norden impression. It was fucking shit. Uh, if you enjoy workplace sitcoms, let us know about it. Hit us up on our social media feeds Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Use the handle at TMTOOH and you can interact with us. If you want to interact with us even more, you can head to our Discord server, which the link to which you will find in our Instagram bio, where you can join in the conversation and play some games that will become your life for a bit, where you earn virtual money doing virtual dodgy things. Anyway, uh, Dan, what's upcoming on the other pods that you are doing we've with been, some of your other We've friends? been
0: um, somewhat absent because things got in the way. Life gets in the way. Life... Uh, finds a way sometimes and um we were like so what we'll do is we'll wait till loki's over and then we'll just do one big roundup of loki and then the last couple of episodes of loki have been genuinely i think two of the best episodes of any of these marvel tv series so far so I'm not, I'm we're not gonna a, yeah. hmm? I'm going to do go it to it's so fucking good it, i'm i'm absolutely loving it um so we're going to do a, one prior to the last episode, then we're going to do a round-up of the series, but also we're going to do our Fast and Furious 9 review as well. So stay tuned for that. We still haven't done that yet. It's a film.
1: Family.
0: Family. It's certainly a thing. It, it
1: exists, yep. <laughs> that, that's, a, that's a film. Uh, cool. Yeah. Well, there we go. Uh, it's nothing really left for us to say except for, as I said, interact with us if you want to. It'd be great to hear from you. Thanks very much for watching on the stream. Wave at them. That's why they're here. Wave. And also, thanks very much for listening to us as well. We really, really appreciate it. And also, all those listeners that we've been getting, we really appreciate that. Thank you. Do keep listening. We'll try and keep the quality up as high as we fucking can. Russ, goodbye. Latest, taters. Dan, goodbye. Goodbye. And it's goodbye from me, Tom. And on that note, let's cue the music.